Now that it is 7 p.m., we do ask that if you are in a position to, please turn on your camera so we can see your wonderful smiling faces and feel your amazing energy. If you have a question throughout this process, please, if your camera's on, raise your hand so we can acknowledge your question. You can either put your question in chat or hit manage participants at the bottom of your screen. Another screen will populate. Um, that at the bottom of that screen, you'll see a little blue hand. Click that. We'll see the blue hand on our end, and we will acknowledge your question. So this evening, we're going to be discussing the customer experience. The customer experience is a big deal when building your brand. The reason why is your customer experience is their overall perception of your brand, not what, what happened just at the purchase, not what happened just during marketing, not what happened during customer service. It's their overall perception of your brand. So from the moment they discover who you are to the moment they do their investigation of who you are to the point where they decide to, to purchase to the purchasing moment to after the purchase to the customer service process, if there's any of that. The customer experience is the overall perception of your brand. So my question to you is, what are customers saying about you and your brand? What are customers saying about you and your brand? I want you to start asking your, yourself this question. Start asking yourself this question and paying attention to what your customers are saying. Do you receive customer feedback? Do you welcome the feedback from your customers? Do you allow your customers to say, hey, we got this product, it really didn't fit too well with us, you know, or hey, we got this product, it was great, or hey, I'm having a hard time doing this, it might be better if you put some, something like this in the process for us. Do, do you welcome feedback from your customers? So ask yourself these two questions and answer them honestly. What are customers saying about you and your brand? And for those of you who are just joining us today, we're talking about the customer experience and that the customer experience is their overall perception of your brand, not just bits and pieces of it, but their overall perception of the experience that they had with your brand. So ask yourself every single day, what are customers saying about you and your brand? Are they saying it's hard to access your brand? Are, there, are, there, are they saying, hey, I had a great experience with this brand? What are your customers saying about you and your brand? And do you welcome feedback from your customers? Now again, the customer experience is everything from, like I said earlier, the first phone call the transfer from the first phone call to the sales team, the transfer from the sales team to the finance department, from there to the purchase, and then what happens after the purchase. So ask yourself, does your customer experience what you would desire to experience? Think about, your, think about what you would desire to experience when you're working with the brand. How easy would you like for that flow to go for you? 
how simple would you like to be able to just click a button or purchase or how simple would you like for it to be to just get on the phone speak with someone they explain to you in great detail what it is you want and you're able to move from that point make make an educated decision do the purchase and get your product no ma'am this is not only for products this is for your brand for your brand in general so if you have a if you have a coaching brand it's the same process if you have a podcast what how did you what's your customer what's your customer's total experience with your podcast what's your customer's total experience with your blog apply this to every aspect and think of yourself as a customer put yourself in their shoes how would you like to experience a podcast how would you like to experience a blog how would you like to experience your coaching experience All right. Well, just keep keep ask keep asking yourself. If I was a customer, how would I feel? If I was the customer, if I was my own customer, how would I feel? And be honest with yourself. You have to be honest with yourself. Think about your worst. You think about your worst experience with the company. Think about your worst experience. Yes, ma'am, Ms. Maya. I guess like um, if, if I had to think about um, my experience with um, just another company, you know, usually I kind of get in contact with them because I don't fully understand something. So I have questions. So I'm asking like, what, what, you know, what is this um, going to, how is this going to help me kind of situation or not just that um what did you mean by this or that and and understanding like you know getting in contact with the people or you know giving them feedback or you getting feedback from them i guess like where as like with my podcast i'm not getting much feedback so i'm just kind of like concerned on how <laughs> You're on the right track. Your podcast is just now getting started, so give it more time. But at, but when you're building your brand, you have you have a brand across the board for your podcast. People will start listening and they will start responding. And when they start responding, listen to what they're saying. Receive their feedback. And don't when your audience gives you feedback, when your customers give you feedback, don't take it emotionally take it as a learning experience if someone says man i don't like this and i don't like this because of this then think about all your other customers who in some shape form or fashion may have said that and think okay if this if and always think if this one person is thinking this and they actually said it who is thinking this and has not said it and just look at your company and see what you can do. This is how you humanize your brain. You look at your company, you look at your brain and see what you can do to fix that for the next customer. Because it's all about the customer experience. So 
keep everything is still growing miss maya continue to follow that continue to just pay attention to what the feedback is saying you just started your podcast and for you to already have feedback after just starting your podcast that's amazing so keep moving forward just keep moving forward and, and as you and listen to other podcasts listen to other podcasts like yours see what they're doing if you're not sure see what they're doing see how they're interacting with their audience and then you while you're listening to it think man if you have the thought man it would be great if a podcast would do this apply it to yours and then see what the customer feedback is like for that so you ask yourself does your customer experience what you would desire to experience if it's something that you would consider bad customer, a bad customer experience, don't do that or change it. If it's something that you would consider a bad customer experience for you, don't do it. Now I want you to do two comparisons. Think about your worst experience with the company and then think about your greatest experience with the company. Think about everything horrible that you experienced with this one company. Now think about the greatest company you've ever experienced and what you loved about them. Which brand would you go back to? Which brand would you go back to? So I'm gonna give you some information on uh, the number one frustration your customers have during their experience with companies. So 20% of the frustration that comes from your companies, and this comes from hot jars, it's their state-of-the-art ex uh, customer experience um, that they did, and their numbers say 20% of the frustration that companies experience during one of what the uh, that customers experience is a long wait slash response time. They experience a long wait slash response time. 18% of their frustration are employees who do not understand the customer's needs. So think about these when you are applying your brands and, and I will actually share my screen with you so you can see these numbers for yourself. So can you guys see these numbers? So long wait slash response time, 20%. 18% of their frustration comes from employees who do not understand customer needs. Another 18% comes with issues, questions unanswered or, uh, or unresolved. 14% of their frustration comes from too much automation, not enough human touch. 12%, nothing. Their customers love them. 11% of frustration with customers is the service is not personalized. And 7% of the customer's frustration are rude and angry employees. Rude and angry employees. 
So when you are building your brand, think about the customer experience. What is the end user experience like? What, what are your customers walking away with? Are they enjoying it? Did they have an issue with it? So just a quick review. The customer experience is, is, the, is their overall perception of your brand. It's everything from the first phone call to the transfer uh, uh, over to the sales department, to the transfer over to the finance department, to the purchase and what happens after that. And then what their frustrations are. So now the next part is, but okay, before I move forward, does anybody have any other questions? Okay. So how do you improve the customer experience? As you, as you saw, one of the... Does your organization have a sales team that could benefit from enhanced onboarding and training using artificial intelligence? Quotafox helps companies like IBM, Intel, Hewlett Packard, and Comcast overcome the overwhelming challenge of trying to pick between hundreds of sales initiatives that could increase sales reps' productivity. Whether you're using a sales enablement tool or delivering live workshops, Quotafox will help you ramp your sales reps faster using artificial intelligence-powered training tools and coaching. Quotafox offers three core features to sales leaders. One, pre-built templates, so you don't have to spend time creating learning content. Two, AI bots to ensure your sales teams can apply what they've learned by role-playing with them and giving them immediate feedback all on their smartphone. And three, dashboards, so you can quantitatively answer the question, are my reps getting better? Learn more by visiting onboardfaster.com. Again, that's onboardfaster.com. O-N-B-O-A-R-D-F-A-S-T-E-R.com. But one of them is the service was not personalized and they had issues. Um, they had issues, unresolved questions, unresolved answers. One of the ways that you can improve your customer experience is be omnipresent. <laughs> be, be on every channel. Don't, don't just be. There's a difference between being multi-channeled and omni-channeled. Multi-channel is you're on every channel. You're on every platform. But omni-channel means not only are you on the platforms, but you're active on the platforms. You are, you are, um, and, and you are, and you're active with your, you're interacting with your customers on every platform. So you're multi, you're, you're omni-channel, not multi-channel. You want to be on every single platform, but you want to be interacting with each, with your customers on each platform. Your, all of your customers are not just on Facebook. All of your customers are not just on Twitter. They're not just on Instagram. So you want to be, and even though you may have a, a, you may have a business page on every platform, are you active with your customers and your audience on every platform? That will, that will improve, improve the customer experience because you're meeting them where they are. You're meeting them where they are and you're allowing them access to you. So allow for your customers to be able to reach you across all channels, not just one. Yes, you have a favorite platform, 
but your business, every platform is your favorite. You may, you may love being on Facebook 24 seven, but your business loves being on every single platform 24 seven has no issues and has it mastered. Your customers should not know the difference in your, in your personal preference. The next way is have a sales funnel. Today, your audience likes to serve themselves. Yes, they like to interact, but they also like to have the freedom to be able to serve themselves. And if they want to reach out to you, ask a question, they'd love to have the freedom to be able to do that too. So have a sales funnel. Put a sales funnel in a place that allows them to serve themselves and still be a stream of income for you. Allow them to be able to serve themselves, read for themselves, but still give them access to you. There may, there, I'm sure there have been times when you've reached out to someone and they're like, well, hey, do you have a link where I can sign up? That, that's telling you right there that they want, they want to serve themselves. They want to be able to go in when they choose to and serve themselves. And that's okay. Because you're also going to have the customers that are going to want to be on the phone with you every single moment at every single possible time, walking, walking them through the process. And guess what? You're going to serve them too because that's part of the customer experience. So have a sales funnel in place that's a, just a, a stream, an automatic sales funnel that's a stream of income for you that allows your audience to serve themselves. And then when they want to, have that contact button ab available so they can hit that, send you an email or send you a text message, however you choose for them to reach out to you. Have that available for them as well. And then another way to improve your customer experience, reward your engaging customers. The customers that are always reaching out to you, the customers that are sharing everything, commenting on everything, reward them. Give them a shout out on social media for being a great customer. Antonio has um, a podcast listener who is always listening to his podcast, always retweeting it when it's posted. So what did he do? He, he did a shout out just for her that's going to go into the podcast. And when he uploads it, he's going to do another shout out, say, hey, thank you so much for being a great listener. This episode is just for you. Let them know that you appreciate them. Offer to, offer to give them something free, be it free access to a program, be it a free book that you have, free merchandise. Offer them something for free just to say thank you. We appreciate you. You can even call them directly or send them a thank you directly to them saying, we thank you so much for being a part of our organization. We appreciate you as a customer. Thank you so very much. Just, just a simple thank you. A card in the mail will put a smile on anybody's face. Just a simple thank you. Now imagine how many times you as a customer have received a thank you card that was handwritten from the CEO or the owner or a representative of the company, but probably the CEO or the owner, just saying thank you for being a part of the company. It's just like when you get the happy birthday cards from your dentist's office or your doctor's office, 
It's like, oh, this came out of nowhere. Okay, you know, it 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 naturally puts a smile to your face. It it indirectly brings a smile to you because somebody thought about you. Somebody thought about you enough from a company that you thought you were just a number and a dollar sign to say thank you. That adds so much to the customer experience because they're going to remember that card. And they're going to be like, yeah, y'all remember that company I was telling y'all about? Yeah, that I'm a, yeah, that company. Guess what? They sent me a birthday card. Just, just think about that. Think about your own personal experiences with the companies that sent you an email. Hey, hey, Lady Maya, we just want to say thank you so much for being a part of our community. We appreciate everything you do. You know, we see that you've purchased several products from us and we just wanted to say thank you. So here's a free ebook just for you. And because they paid attention to the purchases that you made, that ebook was specific to something you were learning. They paid attention to the fact that you're always looking at business courses. They paid attention that you're always looking at marketing. So the ebook that they gifted you was around about what you have been, what the products you purchased letting you know that they actually paid attention to what you've been purchasing and they paid attention to you as a customer not just giving you a random gift that you're not going to use but something that actually means something to you and then invite them to a vip event invite them to a vip event or a behind or or invite them if they come to a vip event invite them behind the scenes have a private Q&A session, have a, a photo op, you know, do something that just shows your customers that you appreciate them. Change that customer experience for them. Because again, the customer experience is their overall perception of your brand. If they have a bad experience when they first sign up, but the customer experience was immaculate, they, they just may stay. But if from the moment they purchase to the moment they reach out to customer service is no bueno, guess what? You may lose a client. You may lose a customer. I mean, think, think, about, think about your cell phone companies. How many of you have actually, you've been with a cell phone company forever and they've made some new changes so you call because you're like, okay, look, I understand y'all made new changes. And you're, you're calling just for a simple customer experience. Nothing drastic, nothing drawn out, no drama, no nothing. You just want to find out what the new rules are and why your phone is being affected and how you can fix it. And you get the rudest, meanest person. And you're sitting there like, ma'am, I just need to, well, first off, don't smack. <laughs> first off. <laughs> we got a problem right there to begin with <laughs> and so you're like okay well can you transfer me to somebody hold on okay wait why do you have an attitude and then they transfer you over to somebody else who has an attitude too you're sitting here like okay all i want to do is find out what's going on with my phone i know people who have left phone companies because of the customer service because they didn't have any experience anywhere else, the customer service was their overall experience, their overall perception of that company, so they left. But then I've also had people who their overall perception was, you know what, I had this one bad experience, but overall, this company is great. How many of you have had that thought? 
It's like, you know what? I had this one bad experience, but overall, this company is great. It's their overall, just like it's your overall perception of a company, it's your customer's overall perception of your company. So the customer experience, it's a really big thing when it comes to building your brand. Because your customer, your customer's experience with your brand, if you ever pay attention, people are quick to leave the bad reviews but slow as a snail to leave a good review. Their overall perception of your business. So I'm going to open it up for Q&A. Opening it up for Q&A. I treat and handle my customers the way I would want to be treated and handled. Thank you, Ms. Charmone. I've... <laughs> It's, and it's the same with your company. Treat your customers how you want a company to treat you. Thank you, Ms. Adonia. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Is this only for... So who else has any questions or comments regarding the customer experience? And again, when you're building your brand, I want you to always think, if this, how would I want to feel dealing with a company? What would, how would, how would I want my overall perception of a company to be? Then I want you to think about your worst experience with the company and your greatest experience with the company. When you're building your brand, incorporate these things into that because you want to always make sure that the end user experience is 100% great all the time. Is there a way to get customers to willingly give feedback? You can always ask them. Sometimes they'll want to give feedback. Sometimes they won't. But you can always ask them, hey, if you don't mind, let us know how you enjoyed this product. Yes, ma'am. Go ahead. Let me see if I can unmute you on this. There you go. Okay. I was trying to figure it out. I'm sorry. No worries. <laughs> Um, I ask people all the time, um, if I'm doing an, an event, when people come over and they make a purchase, I'll ask them, you know, I'll direct them to my business card or to a postcard. All of my information is on there. Would you mind going in onto my sites and leave me, um, some feedback on how you like the product? Or if, um, if it's through email or a text message, I'm always asking, but people just won't do it. And I don't understand why is it so hard for people to leave feedback. And it's not that they don't like the product because they always reach back out to me to say, you know, I love your product. It's really good. I love the way it makes me feel. And I'm like, okay, can you leave that on my website or can you put that on my social media and they never do it. Okay. So this is what you do when they reach out to you. Do they call you and tell you, or do they put it in text message? Um, a lot of times it's face to face. Okay. And I'll ask them, 
if they could um, just go to my site and post it on my site or go to my website. There's something, there's an area on my website where you can go and leave comments and, and stuff like that, but they never go back to, to put anything there. Okay, so try this. Next time someone walks up to you, say, man, Charmaine, your product is great. I absolutely love, hold on one second. Can record on your um, say that from okay. you? <laughs> okay. if, they won't, if they won't do it willingly, like, hold on one second and just hit record. Can you say that for me again? I really, I just, I love the enthusiasm when you said it. And I had someone ask me, said, can you say that for me again? And just let them repeat it. Just, just let them repeat it. Okay. So if they, if, if you're in person with them and they're, and you're telling them, go to my website, go on, go on Facebook and do it. And they're not doing it, but they're verbally telling you, just hit that uh -huh. record button on your phone and say, Oh, thank you so much. Can you repeat that for me one more time okay. <laughs> and, just, and do it that way? All right. I'll give that a try. Yes. And Lady Maya, that is a good uh, recommendation as well. Lady Maya said, how about a survey card before they leave and tell them I'll give you a 10% discount? If that's something, if you want to give that discount, you can do that. But I would definitely, the survey card will be good as well because it, it'll, you can put on, you know, the whole, on a scale of one to 10, how did you feel? You know, any additional comments at the bottom. Okay. And so okay. That's a good it, idea too. And so now when it comes to that five-star rating, if someone says, I give you a 10, you know, that's five stars. Mm -hmm. If someone says, I give you a five, you know, that's like a two and a half. <laughs> okay, okay. You know, so you can okay. use that as a way to do it as well. Thank you, ladies. Okay. Thank you. You're so very welcome. You're so very welcome. Does anyone else have any questions this evening? Oh, Miss Gracie May, yeah, Miss Grace Sandals. Uh, in response to what you were telling Charmone, also Charmone, when when you you pull out your phone, you can also record. Um, when Deanna was saying, you could record them saying how they loved your product. You can also say, "Hey, I'm gonna hit record. Can you say that one more time?" And give them a video and shoot a video of them talking about giving praises and giving testimonials about your product. So you can also do that as well. Okay, thank you. Very welcome. Thank you so much, Ms. Grace. Thank you very much. So now when they, when they won't go online, now you know you can do it via audio or you can put them, put them on camera. And then you can upload that, say, hey, thank you so much to such and such for the wonderful feedback you gave. You know, and then you put, hey, get your product today and put the link in up and upload the video and let everyone hear them say how wonderful and amazing your product is. And now you have the link in there for them to go click the link to get the product that that person was just talking about. All right, so does anyone else have any questions this evening? Any questions or any comments? Deanna? Yes, sir. Yeah, great job. Thank you. Great job. Yeah, what you talked about, it, I, I break it down into, I call it the four A's of customer loyalty. I don't talk about customer service. I don't talk about customer satisfaction. Those are table stakes. What you really want to create is customer loyalty. And I call it the four A's. Number one, you got to be accurate. And when you screw up, and you will, you have to be fanatical about superior recovery to the extent that the client is happy that you screwed up because what you did to make up for it. So I'll ask my clients, what can we do? What can we offer that has low cost to the company, but high perceived value to the customer? 
Well, the number one thing you can do is admit you made the mistake and don't give any excuses. That has low cost to the company and high perceived value to the customer. Hey, we did screw up. They don't need to know why. They don't need to know how. They don't need to know how you justified it. They just know you screwed up. So if you can find something that, again, has low cost to the company, but high perceived value to the customer, then they'll be happy that you screwed up because what you did to make up for it. Number two, you got to be available. It's a 24-7 world today. And if a client or a customer thinks they need something, they are a click away of finding another alternative. Number three, you got to create an alliance. In other words, the customer needs to know that you see the world through their eyes. Oh, Lord, please don't let me be misunderstood. Do, 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 do. So that has to do with asking questions and listening and really trying to find out where the customer is coming from, not where you're coming from. And then last, advice. The Ohio State University raised a billion dollars from their alumni. By the way, a billion, Christ walked the earth a billion minutes ago. But a billion dollars from their alumni, and they gave them nothing for that billion dollars. How do you get, some, get somebody to give you a billion dollars, and they, you give them nothing in return? Well, that's what their advice comes in. If somebody gives you advice, even if you pay for the advice, you have some sort of, a, good people have an inner loyalty to want to reciprocate. So if you give advice, even if you pay for the advice, the client will say, man, that was so good. Anything I can do for you. So those are the four A's. Accuracy, availability, alliance, and advice. All right. Thank you so much, Mr. Phil. I put those in the chat for you guys so you'll be able to have those available to you. Accuracy, availability, alliance, and advice. Thank you so much, Mr. Phil. Thank you very much for that, that information. Thank you. So does anybody else have any questions, comments, anything else they would like to add? All right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, if not, thank you so very much for joining us this evening for Branding and Cashflow with Kiana and Grace. We're looking forward to seeing you next week, same time, same place. Ms. Grace will be, do, will be delivering information on, on cash flow. Then if you are in the Bureau of Dominant Speakers, we're looking forward to seeing you this evening on having fun, getting paid to speak with Phil and Susan Sorrentino. Everyone have an amazing evening. Have a good night. Love you more, Phil. I'm not sure if you already know this, but you're already absolutely perfect. You're already absolutely great. And you're already living in massive abundance. The most important things that you have is not what you have. It's not what you do. It's what you know. Because the people who do know what you need to know to leave the middle class, they're in the top 1% and they control 96% of the world's income. 97% of this world is trading time for money and that is not the way to become rich, it's not the way to become wealthy, and it is absolutely not the way to leave the middle class. There are 7.8 billion people in the world right now and they all want to learn how to make money and how to leave the middle class. But the way to become a master at anything is to learn all the rules and then bend them to your favor. Right now in this world, there are 2,057 billionaires. Right now. So if you think becoming a billionaire is, a, is impossible, that's 2,057 people that have already proved that impossibility incorrect. And if you think that's crazy, there are 46.8 million millionaires in the world, worldwide right now. Now think about that. 
46.8 million millionaires, and that number grows 1,730 millionaires every single day. Money is everywhere. You don't need to max out your credit cards. You don't need to borrow from granddad and grandma. Just look behind me. Look at all the wealth sitting behind me in this junkyard. It's insane how much money is everywhere, and you don't need to go out there and beg, bar, and steal to get it. You just need to know the rules of making money and how to leave the middle class. Essentially, all you need to know is the algorithm of making money, the rules of making money. All you need to know is what to do and how to do it, and you can leave the middle class. Any industry, yoga, golf, underwater basket weaving, clipping fingernails, it doesn't matter. All you have to do is know how to do it, how to get it done, and then find somebody to teach you how to do it, how to get it done, and you will be able to leave the middle class. If you're not getting my point, it's real simple. Whatever you have up here, as long as you understand the rules of leaving the middle class, as long as you understand how to get money, you can take what's up here and get wealthy for what you already have. Right now, the very thing you know up here is already being searched a thousand times a second on Google. Someone right now, actually 1,730 people right now, are gonna become a millionaire from the stuff that you have in your head. Why can't this be you? I mean, it's 1,730 people with your ideas that are no better than you, that are gonna leave the middle class, become a millionaire. Why are you not next? So how do we do this? How do we take what you know and apply it to objective money-making secrets and then allow you to leave the middle class? How do we take you from where you are and let you escape to where you wanna go? So how do we make all this money or take all this knowledge from the Warren Buffers, from Elon Musk, how do we take everything that everyone before you has done and how do we take all of that and then put it in your head so you can leave a legacy for your family. My name is Antonio T. Smith Jr. 32 years ago, I lived in a trash can. That's right, from six to 14, I had no running water, no electricity, no anything, and somehow I'm in the top 1% today. Not because I had the right background, not because I had a silver spoon in my mouth, simply because being homeless made me learn how to make money. I retired when I was 29 years old. I'm more than likely younger than you. I'm one of the top 1% income earners in one of the richest countries in the world. What I learned how to do when I was six years old was learn how to generate enough money to eat some cookies so I wouldn't die to death from starvation. From there, I learned how to go from cookies to a meal from a meal to clothes, to clothes, to shelter, to everything else that supplied my necessary needs. When I was six, I was forced to learn how to make money, and now that's what I'm gonna do and help you do. I've seen amazing results. I have my own economy, I've homeschooled my own children, and I wrote a book that teaches you every single thing that I know about making money, every single thing that other people know about making money, and most importantly, all the stuff that we don't tell you. Because the truth is, and you know it like I know it, the most honest, the most hardworking, unselfish people on planet Earth live in the middle class. Yet, your honesty, your unselfishness, your devout religion going self is not enough to get to the top 1% and that's not fair. The second half of my life has been not about how much money I make, but how I will be remembered from all the money that I have made. And 
I've been trying to teach everybody how to get out the middle class. I'm the crazy guy, famous on the internet for trying to create 100,000 millionaires. I've created eight so far. I got a ninth one on the way, all the way from India. That's pretty cool. And what I want to tell you is something very simple. It's been hard. It's been absolutely hard to help people leave the middle class, not because of the people, because the system would rather keep you being someone else's money instead of you having your own economy and having the money come find and flow to you. It was frustrating because I knew that anybody can make money. And if you knew what I knew, you would change your life. Over the last few years, I built a large following of over half a million people every month that pay me to actually, for me, to give them advice. Well, that's been exciting for me. And the cool thing is, I've created thousands of six-figure earners. I've created millionaires. I've created people who can live their dreams and hold on to their legacies. And now my eyes are on you to create you to what you need to be great. I have been teaching my principles and these principles to hundreds of thousands of people around the world, every country, all continents, and anyone who has taken them seriously, written them down and applied them, have a 100% success rate of leaving the middle class. I've taught these secrets to my following and my inner network, and I've watched them go from four figures to five figures, five figures to six figures, seven figures all the way to eight. Everything that I've ever learned, everything I've ever learned from millionaire mentors, billionaire mentors, and everything I learned from being homeless, and everything that got me into the top 1%, I have placed inside of a book. To date, it is the longest book that I've ever written, the most best book that I've ever written, and that book is called The Richest Man and the Trash Can, and I'm offering it to you today for free. This book is gonna show you how to become wealthy into the top 1% and leave the middle class. This book is gonna give you a step-by-step -step plan if you're 30 years old, all the way to 70 years old, how to get into the top 1%. If you're a teenager, how to get to the top 1%. If you're a millennial, how to get to the top 1%. It's gonna teach you how to make six figures immediately, teach you how to get to a million dollars immediately, and all that good stuff. Plus, I'm gonna give you the 36 objective laws of leaving the middle class. Plus, I'm gonna give you every last one of my secrets that have made me rich. You have to understand that leaving the middle class is the most important fight that you're gonna have in your life. And to be honest with you, and you can kind of relate to this, it almost takes $450,000 a year just to be broke in America. And that's just in America. If you don't leave the middle class, which is actually an illusion, then you are gonna have a really hard time. Think about it for a second. Some of, most of you are gonna be watching this are gonna be baby boomers, and you've been sold a bad check. They lied to you. Your retirement was not enough for you to live comfortable, and I'm gonna give you this book for free so you can figure out how to triple your retirement and then quadruple your retirement, and then as Grant Cardone would say, 10 extra retirement so you can live the life that's worthy of you. I want you to remember that leaving the middle class is the most important battle that you could ever face in your entire life, especially for your family. So consider this video, this book, your friendly tap on the shoulder. I wanna send you a free copy of this book because I believe that abundance is your birthright. I believe that abundance is freedom. And I believe that this book is right for you. In fact, I believe in that so much that I will send you the book for free. All you have to do is cover the cost of shipping. I'll eat the cost, I'll take the loss, 
And all you have to do is get the book and dominate your reality right now and apply the principles so you can be the best person for your life that is yours. Fill out the form sitting right there to the right. Go ahead, dominate your reality. I can't wait to send you my book. I can't wait to meet you. I can't wait to have you as someone that's been on the journey with me. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can plant better. You can dominate.